0: Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio.
1: You see there, there's a very little difference between the uh, highest type of revelation and the lowest type of vision. In that, and really I do not know if whether it was r- the highest type of revelation or the lowest type of vision. It seemed that Jesus and I were standing up above this auditorium, higher actually than that ceiling up there, and looking down on the crowd... And I saw everything that's happened here so far in this meeting. And uh, there, there are other things. I, I saw myself minister to you and say certain things to you.
0: Welcome to RaMA for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on plans, purposes, and pursuits. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now... Let's join Kenneth E. Hagen for today's message.
1: I'm going to read Psalm 127.1. the first, just half of the verse. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord build the house. Well, we give Him the praise because He's the one that has built the house. People talk about sometimes what? I've done, I'll be honest with you, I feel like I've done so little, so little. But thank God for everything that he's done. We give him praise, honor, and glory. Then Paul, writing to the church at Philippi, said in the third chapter of Philippians, and in the twelfth verse, not as though I'd already attained, either were already perfect, Or that is full grown or full mature in Christ but I follow after if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus then the 13th verse brethren I count not myself to have apprehended but this one thing I do forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Then in John's gospel, the fourth chapter, when Jesus was talking to the woman at the well of Samaria, and she said, Our fathers worship God in this mountain, and ye say that in Jerusalem is the place where men are to worship God. That's what the Jews said. Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye worship, ye know not what. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him, in spirit and in truth. Then in 1st Corinthians, the second chapter, we read where Paul said, I think I'll start the first verse and read down through the fifth. And I brethren when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or a wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. the power of God. Let me say again, a week ago, in the nighttime, I was praying, and I had a visitation from the Lord. Whether you realize it or not, tell you the real truth about this camp meeting, is one of the most monumental, momentous camp meetings we've had. It's entirely different, but the results will be forthcoming for a long, long time. I was praying in the Spirit, in other tongues, and actually the visitation lasted from for about three hours, from three o'clock till, last time I looked at the clock, it was ten minutes till six. And uh, you see there, there's a very little difference between the uh, highest type of revelation and the lowest type of vision. In that, and really I do not know if whether it was r- the highest type of revelation or the lowest type of vision seemed that Jesus and I were standing up above this auditorium, higher actually than that ceiling up there, and looking down on the crowd. And I saw everything that's happened here so far in this meeting. And uh, there, there are other things. I, I saw myself minister to you and say certain things to you. Now, the uh, revelation comes by just an inward knowing. You couldn't tell anybody at all why you know it. You just know it on the inside of you. That's really the lowest type of revelation, and any Christian can have that. Uh, that's really the Holy Ghost in you're alerting your spirit and telling you. Amen. Whatever he wants you to know. And then secondly, there's a, you'll hear it spoken unto you. And then third, you, you see it with your spirit, your eyes. In other words, on the inside of you, you see it. Now the lowest type of vision is a whole lot that way. It's a spiritual vision. You, you have your eyes shut. Uh, you know, when Paul saw Jesus on the road to Damascus, he had his eyes closed because the Bible said when his eyes were, were open, he couldn't see. He's blind. Amen? Not by disease, but by the power of God, the power, the glory of that light. And then the, the second highest type of vision is when one falls into a trance. One would fall into a trance. The Bible said Peter went out on the housetop and prayed. And, uh, you know, and he fell into a trance. He fell over bodily. He fell over bodily. You see, when you fall into a trance, your physical senses are suspended. Uh, You don't know at the moment where you are. uh, Because all your physical senses. That's happened to me several times. I was preaching in December of 1962 in a little assembly of God church down in Houston. And I was just preaching away. In fact, I was reiterating something that the Lord said to me in that first vision when he appeared to me first in 1950 in Brother Tipton's tent. Actually, this church had, had rented his tent, leased it, put it up, and, and just asked me to come for, uh, to speak. And, and as I uh, reiterated that, or told certain portions of it, I realized that I had put my own interpretation on part of it. It's mighty easy to put your own interpretation on something. You remember what Paul said writing to Timothy? He said, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Well, of course, you know, we think about the Bible and the New Testament and all, but when Paul wrote to Timothy, the New Testament wasn't written. All they'd have was Old Testament scriptures, but you still got to write it but you see it's given by the Holy Ghost well if that be true if the Bible if the Word of God and the Bible said holy men of old wrote as they were moved by the Spirit of God and if 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 the Bible is given by the Spirit and Spirit anointed and it has to be rightly divided then anything else the Spirit says has to be rightly divided and you see where folks have missed it God really said something to him by the Spirit but he didn't divide it right and a lot of us, I'm not talking about somebody else, you know. That night I saw where I'd missed it myself in a number of different areas. And so uh, I, I, I said to the people, I put moan interpretation on. I didn't divide that right. I put moan interpretation on. That's not, that's not at all what a portion of that vision meant. And when I said that, I just fell down on my knees behind a pulpit and started repenting and said, Lord, forgive me. Dear God, forgive me. Uh, it was a mistake I made, but it was of the head, not the heart. My heart was right. I didn't want to miss it. And, and you forgive me, in Jesus' name. And about that time, it was just like somebody really, I, I, I felt like wind blowing on me. But, but it, it, it came with such force that it just knocked me flat on the floor. Just knocked me flat. I mean, you couldn't have knocked me in a flat if you'd hit me in the back of the head with a baseball bat. And, and I fell into a trance. My, all my physical senses were suspended. At the moment, I didn't know where I was. You could have hollered and jumped and I don't know what all around me. But, uh, but I wouldn't have known it, you see, because all my physical senses were suspended. And uh, I tell you sometimes, uh, I saw this beautiful flower garden. It's a beautiful garden. It had a white picket fence all around it. And out in the middle of it, it had a little pavilion or arbor. And it was full of the most beautiful flowers, all kind of flowers, every kind of flower. And uh, and all of them were in bloom. Every single one of them in bloom. And every single one of them just putting off a beautiful aroma until you could see it, the perfume, the aroma rising up into the air. And then the arbor itself was with climbing uh, flower plants, you see. And they were all in bloom. And so I came up from the east to this gate, white picket gate. And Jesus was standing just on the inside. When I got up there, he... He, uh, because there's a latch on it on the inside, uh, he undone that latch, puts the gate open, reached his hand out, and took my right hand. And then he shut the gate, and then he took my right hand in both of his, and led me down this path until we got in this harbor. When we got in, I saw it had a marble bench on every si- either side of it. And he sat down to the south side, you see, uh, on this bench, and pulled me down beside him. Never said a word, pulled me down beside him. And I was looking around, and when I looked to the west, uh, I, I saw flowing into this garden a river, and, and it started way back up the sky, and, and and it was real wide way back up there. It was broad. I mean, fifty yards, maybe wider. And, and then as it came to this little garden, it got narrower and narrower, uh, and it flowed into it just like a river, just like water. And, and then as I as I looked at it, looked at this river. The river changed and it became people. It became people, and they were flowing into that. Uh, and I said, Lord, what does this mean? What is that river? Who are these people? What does this uh, this garden mean? Flower garden. What what does all this mean? And Jesus said to me, that river of people. Now that's 1962. You see, December uh, are people from other, even other religions of the world, and people from what you call denominational churches, that will come into the light of the new birth and the fullness of being filled with the Holy Ghost.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen.
2: Since November, we have had what we call bundle packages going on, and uh, those bundle packages include our all of our books, all of our DVDs, all of our CDs in a special 30% off for the whole bundle. For the whole bundle. And you can go to rhema.org and find out about that. But now a part of that special package is a is our bundle of our mini books. Yes. Fifty-one mini books that deal with faith, healing. Uh, daily living resources, All I mean, 51 books, and there's 51 different things it talks about. In fact, I have three of them sitting right here, New Birth by Dad, White Tongues by Dad, and then where do we go from here? And all of these, there's 51 of them, there are normally uh, 99.45 Yes, for all but, of them. But we're gonna thirty percent off. That gives them to you for sixty-nine sixty, and you save twenty-nine dollars and eighty-five cents. Yes, these also many people take these mini books, especially New Birth, mm-hmm. and they give them out all the time. Yes, this is a great time to to replenish your stock and and and. They're just good. You just that's need right. to get them. They're and great. In fact, they're great. in honey, they're, they're such an easy read oh, yeah. that you can read one a day. Yeah. Or you can read one a week, depending yeah. on, and if you read one a week, that's 51, 51 weeks. weeks. That's you get, right. You have one week one off. One week off. Christmas week off. That's right. <laughs> All right. That's
1: right.
0: Call today and get this month's special offer now. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's one 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot Tomorrow, more from Rev. Hagen on this powerful teaching. That's tomorrow on Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.